On this episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Maddie have a guest on the podcast that is featured in the new urban art installation downtown. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm your co-host, Rebecca Ingham. And I'm your other co-host, Maricela Hazard. And together, we are no damn experts. That was a new introduction. Yeah. Um, This is going to be a new podcast because we have a guest in the studio today, a debuting artist. Ooh. And someone that can prove that the world is small. So please welcome to the podcast a Great Falls champion, (laughs) Amber Litzinger. She's here with us. Yes. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks for being here, Amber. So I say that Amber can prove that the world is small because... Last year or the year before, I shared one of our users or followers' photo on Instagram, and it was Amber's photo. Mm-hmm. I share it, tag her, and she's the awesome person that she is. She's like, oh, I should go meet these people at tourism. Yes. <laughs> and she brings us donuts. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> "That's right." hey, I'm also a realtor. We get to talking. She's like, oh, I moved here from California. I'm originally from Great Falls, but I lived in California for a while. I'm coming back. We're talking about how expensive it is there. She's like, where do you live? And I tell her the street. Then I'm mentioning my neighbor. Oh, my neighbor has eight kids. And she's like, is your neighbor Michelle? <laughs> and I was like, Literally, <laughs> a very dear friend. <laughs> yeah. And I went, are you kidding? Yeah. You lived across the street from her? What? Yeah, so that's how we connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I follow her on Instagram. And you were always out and about in Great Falls, like promoting everything to do in this community. You're a little influencer and you don't even know it. <laughs> that's or funny. maybe you do know it and you're trying to monetize everything. No. Those are good options. <laughs> I should probably figure that part out. <laughs> haven't quite figured that part out, but I am so happy to be back in Great Falls. Like Marty said, I grew up here and I, you know, life just took me to other places. And so when we ended up coming back here, it was such a cool thing. So surreal to have my boys going to the same school I went to for high school. Oh, yeah. Like kind of blows my mind. Absolutely love going to games and being a part of that. And it's awesome to be back. So. So was Great Falls as cool as it is now when you grew up here, or are you now aware of how cool it is? Well, I was never one of those people in high school that was like, I cannot wait to get out of here. It just was how my life happened. Uh So I've always absolutely loved it. I love the community. I've always loved that. I know there was, while even while I was gone, there was some stages where people were like, I don't know. And I am so... I guess, what's the right word? Inspired by what I see in the community and what people are bringing and the vision that, you know, city planners and business people have for it and what's coming. It makes me so excited. Well, I mean, every city goes through like ups and downs. And now we're like on that, hey, we're on this up again where so much is Mm -hmm. coming into play and all this exciting news. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever 
listen to our podcast episode where we had a person who wrote in resident of Great Falls lives in Texas talking to her sister in like North Carolina and was like throwing their mom under the bus of saying all these years my mom's always wanted us to do these things and I told her no this is gross we're not doing that and then she started listening (laughs) to the podcast and she's like I learned so much about my hometown (laughs) I'm so excited now to go back and actually say sorry we were so mean to you mom sounds like the things you wanted to do are pretty fun I did not hear that podcast (laughs) she's like who knew we were in such a cool community I'm like we are so one of the cool things is the urban art project and Rebecca has always said like hey we're a town full of art and I'm going to tell you some places to see it not not only murals but installation art we had Courtney on her podcast last year to talk about it but we're now bringing in an artist that is going to be featured in the next installation (gasps) Amber is going to have her own piece in it so we have to, congratulations yes Thank you. that's awesome is Thank this going to be your first installation style piece yes, ma'am it is have you previewed <laughs> the space in the window have you crawled in there yet i heard it's not very big well it's not <laughs> it was funny when they send you the diagrams i was like oh my gosh that's huge and then when i started filling it i went okay it's not bad so it's up it's officially up the installation runs from the 5th of february so last week until sometime in the coming months i can't remember every four months june it's like a quarterly may 5th okay May so um it was really cool and i'm very overwhelmed and really excited about it well how did how did you apply yeah how did you get the gig well, I... Because you're not an artist official. Or, I mean, I know you're artistic. Right. I know you do yep. photography. You create... Like, she's a realtor that flips homes, does design. So you okay. have that Absolutely. artistic mm-hmm. touch. So I got asked to be a part of it by Courtney Herrant, who okay. is the director of the Urban Art Project. And I believe that probably happened because my son is an artist and he is an AP art at Great Falls High. And okay. also Courtney's his teacher. teacher. And we've talked multiple times at different things. He has his art in, actually in March, he'll have his art in three shows around the state. Holy moly. I know. He's amazing. So <laughs> I... Like you said, I've always created, and I told her that. I said, I've actually just started, like, honing that and really, like, focusing in a direction. And so all of a sudden she goes, would you like to put art in this? And I went, okay, sure. Ooh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it. I was under the miss, miss infor- or miss, uh, whatever. I you thought don't I'm, know everything? No. I thought I, I, thought I was going to be able to. Yeah, I thought we were going to be able to see it this Thursday because that's when the street side reception is yep. starting at 4 p.m. Oh. And then you can meet and greet the artists at Keller Geist across the street afterward. Yes. So I thought that's when it's going to be debuted. Mm-hmm. But it's up there. So what yep. is it? What tell is, us, how tell did us you, the inspiration. What's in there? Okay. So my window, each of the windows is a different artist, and which is, I think, so cool because you can see different personalities and creation there. Uh, mine is, I titled it Montana Textures. Uh, okay. What I love to do is, I mean, Aristotle quoted, or I quoted Aristotle. Sorry. Let me say that one more time. <laughs> In my artist data statement, I quoted Aristotle, and he said that art 
takes nature as its model. And so living in Montana, that's really easy to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, our sunsets lately (laughs) are ridiculous. I know. We could have an episode on the sunsets alone. (laughs) No kidding. Sunrises. (laughs) Goodness. I want to sit on this hill and do like a picnic every night of the summer just to watch sunsets. Yeah. Uh, So with that being said, I also have a huge passion for home and creating home and making our homes comfortable and welcoming for people. And so I started putting the colors and the ideas and the vision that I see out in our nature all around us um, into things that could fill our homes and make them more comforting and welcoming and stuff like that. Yeah. So I create wall hangings. Uh, So in the display, there is one, there is one really large wall hanging, a smaller one. I did two different installations today or this with this one that are on wood. There's four pieces of wood that have a different piece of the picture on them. I did a rock. I painted a rock and I painted that one as like a sunset. Oh. And then I made two pillows, uh, throw pillows. And those ones are named actually uh, Black Eagle Dam and Rainbow Dam. And Ooh. yep, to represent both of those. So. Oh, so are you going to use the art in the installation when when it's done? When the uh, I will the pillows I actually had put them <laughs> on my couch right after I got them all put together before I had put them in the installation and my husband walked up, came home and he was like, "Oh, those are awesome. I really like those. And I went, I know, they're pretty cool. Um, I've actually sold some of my art too. So they're oh. available for purchase okay. if needed. I've done some commission work. And so, Oh, yeah. wow. You're okay, a full-fledged artist. So I didn't know that. So I didn't want, so you are a full-fledged. Well, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just own it. Yes. Yes, well, I am. I mean, from what I've seen. So I saw on your story on Instagram last week, the week before, those two neutral taupe color what did those become you were painting something okay so those were i believe yep those are the wood pieces and so those ones drew their inspiration from trees in the spring okay and each of the squares there's four of them okay they're hanging from a piece of wood um a branch and then they kind of each have a different viewpoint of that so so what does your husband think about all this (laughs) does he have any artistic because he has a lot of artistic. He would not say it is artistic, but he, we also, like you mentioned, we do flip houses and there's so many times where I will come to him and go, hey, what about this type of door? What about, you know, trying to figure out and make homes work for us? And he comes up with an idea every time. Okay. He's brilliant. His artistic. So he would not say he's like traditionally artistic. But he's a creative mindset. So much so. And how he feels about my art is that it completely takes over our house. And he really (laughs) wishes I had my own space for it. Well, perfect. (laughs) Now you just need a little shed that you can create your art in. Isn't that what Nancy said to Charlie Russell? Like, hey, honey, get the heck out of the house, build a studio. (laughs) And he did. Just do that. I trust me. I actually have a dream to make a space where other artists who have similar, you know, um, restrictions on them of space might be able to just come and create. And so do like a maybe co-op where you've got all this equipment and they it's like a co-work space, but for yes. creative artists. Oh, I've written out a business plan and everything. Oh, I perfect. just got to find a space. I'm and just going to nerd out about this. This is amazing. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> 
okay. So okay. someday in the future, maybe. We'll see. And then would your son be one of the artists or is he? Yes. Artist that, in residence. Yes. Do you guys compete? No. He's not, he's not upset that <laughs> no, he's like, no, no. darn it, mom. No, his style is so cool. He does kind of a comic book style. He wants to go to um, school for illustration, um, like concept oh. art. And he oh. does it. It. I have never, ever thought that comic book style was pretty or emotive at all. And I saw his AP he's taken AP two years in a row. Um, I saw his AP art last year and I was blown away, completely blown away. So, but if I ask him to do something for me, he's like, no, no, I don't want to do it. No. Typical. Yeah. My husband's the same way. He (laughs) is fantastic. It, he can just sketch something out with a mm-hmm. pencil. He's really good at it. And, and we have a few pieces of his art awesome. from like when he was in high school. And when, and my dad for years has said, Hey, why don't you make me something? That would be like the coolest gift. He's like, I'm not very good. And then he'd always tell me this other girl he went to school with was better. And I'm like, I don't know who this other I don't school care about I her. Don't, you're good. Oh just do goodness. your thing. It's so, so hard. I think it's really hard as an artist to get out of your own head of the comparison uh-huh. and um, allow yourself to just create. And I was so excited when we moved back here. That was actually one of my goals moving back up here was to start allowing myself to do that without the worry that it doesn't look like this person so and so it doesn't look like this and maybe it won't fit everything that's okay i just had to start doing it so do you think the artists feel like that at western art week when they're like at the booths because there was this artist that came out of i don't know what city he came in but it was his first western art week last year and it was this graphic comic almost it was a completely different style of, nice. of art, but it was Western yes. subjects. And then like right next door to him is traditional <laughs> Western art. He's probably sitting there going, what am I doing here? And I don't know if the other guy's like, am I too old to be here? <laughs> like, I wonder what they're thinking in their head. You know what? I assume other people maybe have a little bit more confidence than me. So at one point, or maybe at one point, I'm going to get there and be like, yep. I'm okay. <laughs> However, I think it's just human nature to at yeah. certain points. But that's can be a really good thing too, because it challenges you to try new things, to push boundaries, to incorporate, to work together, you know, all of that. Collaborate, build that's off of each other. I couldn't think of the word. That's the one. Do you I'm here for you. Thank you. <laughs> give you words. <laughs> <laughs> that's my role. <laughs> I'm gonna grill drill you through some questions or run you okay. through some questions now. <laughs> all right. just, you're out and about and you're doing tons of things. Um, do you have a favorite museum? Oh. Oh. Because I know you've been to a lot of them. Okay. So my favorite is the Paris Gibson Square. <laughs> because it's just so easy to access. And okay. you can just take like a 20-minute little wander and have a little bit of art right there. And you're like, okay, good. But I, I want to spend more time at the Russell. Okay, yeah. I am so excited. Last year, it did not work out for us to do Western Art Week um, or even attend any of them. So I'm like, this year it is happening. I'm wearing a dress. Like, I'm dressing up. It's going to be a big deal It's going to be fun. I don't know if anybody else dresses up. I normally overdress, but that's okay. No, you're not. No. There's all kinds. (laughs) 
There always is in Montana. There'll be somebody in gym shorts and sneakers and flip flops, and there'll be another person in a million dollar gown. And the person in flip flops just bought $60,000 worth of art. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So it's absolutely wonderful, amazing. So the square being your favorite Mm -hmm. um, museum, do you have any favorite artwork that is at the square? I know they have galleries that change out, but they do have some art that is constant. Permanent installations. So if we're going by permanent installations, I think my favorite would be, I can't remember what it's called, but it's these pillars. And he used old packaging from all sorts of different trash. And he kind of was using it as a play of like one man's trash is another man's treasure. But you can also see packaging from like years ago. And it was so... They're just, I think there's five or six pillars and they're probably 10 feet tall and it's super cool to walk around them. And he put them all on and then kind of sanded them off so they're not evident what they are. So it's really cool to pick through and go, oh, look at that's a, a like Campbell's. a seven up box or a Campbell's mm-hmm. soup, you know, wrapper from when I was a kid. It, I really like that one. And then if we're going by the installations that, change out again i'm not very good at the names of them it's okay but when you walk in right now they have these crocheted oh the red the the red ones oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh um i knew that name a few months ago (laughs) um and then i was just on the squares website this weekend looking at their upcoming events right and i read the name Mm -hmm. but people it's this beautiful yarn (laughs) It's textile art. And it's yeah. hanging from the ceiling and it's stretched It's a large and, format, too. Oh, it was breath. Like, I walked in and just went, oh, oh, my yeah. gosh. So. It's gorgeous. So do you have any feelings about <laughs> Lee Steen's exhibit? Is the that the stick, stick people? Figure, yeah. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. Are you? My boys did not like it. Okay. No. Now, how your no. youngest did he have a reaction? He of? was so little when we t- when we took him. Okay. Like he did not have a reaction. My okay. my teenagers were both kind of like that's a, oh, thank that's you. a little creepy. <laughs> and I said, "Why? I think it's kind of uh, like kitschy and cute." And yeah. So, but you know, I'm going to take my mom there later today. She hasn't been, but she's a fan of Stephen King. So I bet she's going to love she's gonna it. She's going to love it. She's oh like, gosh. I could make this my bedroom. Like, <laughs> she has that kind of level of comfort. was oh, scary. That's funny. I don't know items. if I can go that far. <laughs> okay. I loved it. I, I tell this story often. We did yoga in that studio one time. Okay, and I've it was the funnest, happened. the funnest moment of my life was to do yoga in the Lee Steen exhibit. Did you do forms that matched any of the... <laughs> Well, I did. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to. <laughs> no, I was not being led in that direction. But Michelle said I was doing great, and I just laughed. I'm like, no, I'm not. There's no way I'm doing good. She's a perfect teacher. Always complimenting questions. Always complimenting progress. Yeah. You're doing great. That's a great question. No, it's not. Um, if you were to have someone come from out of town. What would be three things that you would have to include on their itinerary? Ooh. And they can be seasonally based. Like you can say if it was spring or summer, you can put some conditions on it. But 
What do you want someone who's new to Great Falls Mm -hmm. to know about that we have here? Oh, man, that is tough. I'm actually like pondering this right now because we have friends coming up um, in the summer. Okay. (laughs) So how long are they going to be here? Well, they're going to be here over July 4th weekend. So we're already going to be having like Like the the Hootenanny, um, which last year was my first year experiencing that. Yeah. Unbelievable. That was my first year, yeah. too. Like, yeah. the coolest thing, I just laughed. My husband and I laughed. We helped volunteer for it. And I was like, I, where else do, do they do this? Do they do this in other places? I don't think they do. And if they do, they shouldn't because it should only be done here because it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so definitely that. I would love to do a bike ride, like, the whole River's Edge Trail with oh, them. Okay. Oh, just because I love being right. able to get outside and see that. You also have the art on the West Bank, which is so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Those insulation um, pieces or environmental art pieces. Yes. And then, man. Do you, do you take people to the sip and dip? <laughs> well, <laughs> did you? <laughs> Listeners, did you hear that? I hope you did. Okay. That I, was awesome. Okay. So I... I grew up here and I'd always heard about the sip and dip. And I was like, what? I don't even know if there were mermaids at the time when I was growing up for a season, you know. And so when we moved back here, I had gone a couple times, never saw the mermaids. And I recently got to go and we walked in and I probably had the exact same reaction I just had <laughs> when I turned and I looked and I'm like, huh, there's a mermaid. <laughs> I'm like, I know that they're there. <laughs> So that is definitely a fun one. I think that would probably be one I'd have to put on there. Well, your folks are coming to visit, and you should take them back to the Sip and Dip Friday or Saturday so they can listen to Joel Corda. Yes. Because we got new music at the Sip and Dip. Yes, exactly. They went. My parents are in their, I won't date them, but... (laughs) Older. They're older. They're in their 60s. Uh-huh. Okay. But they're fun, active people mm-hmm. going out, doing things. We brought them to the Sip and Dip two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was a night where there was a particularly younger crowd. I oh. think I was even older. <laughs> my parents are like, what the heck are we doing here? <laughs> I don't want a fishbowl. Where's my beer? Like, I'm like, we're going to Calgary Guys next. Don't worry. Right. So maybe if I take them on a Friday or Saturday and Joel's there playing, they'll have yes. a, a different, better experience. Well, and even if that's like the starting point, maybe of your evening, because it's almost something that you kind of have to see in person. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is super cool. Mermaids. And then you can move on down the road to maybe like Keller Geist or um, I really love Elevation being up there. I just think yeah. the atmosphere up there is so fun. Um, so that would be one I would probably hang out at too. They love Keller Geist. They haven't been to Elevation yet, um, but they are going to go to Quiet Riot this weekend with us at the Newberry. Hey. <laughs> That's yeah. the reason they're here. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> Really? That's awesome. They're here for the concert. Um, Aren't we all? Well, like I shared the concert announcement on Facebook. Uh And then when I went home for the holidays, my dad said, I don't know where I saw this or where they're going to be, but I think Quiet Riot is going somewhere. I'm like, me, Papa. (laughs) I shared it. They're coming to Great Falls. It's like, really? I'm like, let's go. Like, I'll buy tickets right now. So that's awesome. Yeah, they're here for that. Um, We're going to take them to Swift Dam. Oh, I do have some questions. Oh, um, we talked about Swift Dam on our podcast episode that we recorded yesterday that aired last week for the people listening to this episode now. <laughs> Inception. <laughs> but they want to go see 
the water. They want to see the mountains. I showed them Rebecca's Yay. pictures. Oh, yeah. And you know what's really cool, Rebecca? When you Google Swift Dam, Montana, the side panel, the sidebar that shows the picture and the information, it's your photo. Hey, <laughs> look at you. I'm, I'm famous. Like, that's I'm a, a pretty, big deal. <laughs> that's a pretty cool photo. No kidding. And my mom's like, is that your photo? I'm like, kind of. Like, <laughs> I edited it because I'm like, look at this. And he's like, how is that your photo? Have you been there? My husband's like, you went to this place without me? I'm like, no, right. I haven't. Right. But we're going to go, um, yeah, take him to Swift Dam. Good. That's going to be awesome. And we're going to take him to Harvest Craft Kitchen for breakfast Yay. because yes. they love their lunch. So I yes. hope you take other people mm-hmm. there. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. All of the, I love the breakfast places, the coffee shops that we have that they definitely were not around when I was here before. And Whenever we travel somewhere, that's kind of how we um, center ourselves as we figure out the local coffee shops and the local restaurants. And we start there and, you know, build from there. So it's so cool that we have those happening here in Great Falls, too. Oh, yeah. And you're involved. You said you volunteered for the Hootenanny. What other police spaces do you have your your Fingers hands in? in. <laughs> yeah. You guys make me sound like some kind of like I don't know puppet master or something. Well, I mean <laughs> that's what at- we that's what we find though is people who just fall in love with the community or yes. are part of the community and they champion these efforts. They end up in all these different efforts and that just when we interviewed Courtney, it started here and it's just like, oh, and I'm a part of this and I'm a part of this. I'm like, okay, let's talk about that. Like, it's just so much fun. Well, that's true. I, I saw you yep. at business after hours at the Celtic mm-hmm. Cowboy mm-hmm. last week, but I know you also go to Nourish um, Kitchen. There are lessons a lot mm-hmm. and you're just always out doing something. So I try to. I also have three boys. So sometimes I. I love to promote people too. So even if I can't make it, I'm trying to. But I am part of the MOPS group here in Great Falls. And so moms of preschoolers, I have a two and a half year old. Oh, wow. Which uh, obviously keeps you busy. But I also have two teenage boys. So when you have now a two and a half year old and you've kind of forgotten how to do that, you go, oh, how do I do that again? And who's doing that? And how do I meet them? So I joined the Mops group and um, I am actually co-coordinators with Lindsay, okay. who is the owner of Nourish. Okay. And so I love her and all that she's doing down there. And then I am a chamber member with our real estate. Uh, both my husband and I are realtors and we're part of the chamber. And so we try to, you know, get involved in all that. I trying to think of some others i have started a group where i meet with gals try to meet with them once a month of just gals who are working within our community doing big things um when you start out in business they say get into networking groups and meet people and uh, which is obviously the way to do it always but a lot of those networking groups were also then saying okay be involved in this and there's volunteer opportunities which are so needed but I wanted to have a place where I could have talk honestly about my struggles as a mom, a working woman and raising kids and kind of Mm. balance that without it turning into, you know, a complaining thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And not having anybody fix my problems because I don't need anybody to fix the problems. I just need sounding board, a sounding board. Exactly. So I started meeting with some of those gals and 
Man. So you're busy. How the heck do you get on the River's Edge Trail then? How are you going to have your sunset picnics at Warden Park if you make the time? Yes, you do. You (laughs) have to. You can host them there. I think that would be amazing. The more, the merrier. Okay. There we go. There you go. We got ideas for you. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. What else am I going to be involved in? No, I'm going to bring it back to the Urban Art Project. Um, Do you know any of the other artists there? Are there any other first-time debuters for this type of art? You know what? I am not sure. I okay. know that there's some that have done it before. Okay. Um, for sure. I am not sure if there's any other debut art. And as I was walking past them and looking at them, I'm really excited to meet these people because this is something art is near and dear to my heart, even though I've never really, I've just started kind of exercising that um, part of myself. And so I definitely want to be involved in that community here in Great Falls and who those people are and know what's going on with that. So, All right. We are going to do some content later this week, or maybe I am, um, about (laughs) tips on how to enjoy an art show because we're going to send it out to people who Uh might be interested in attending Western Art Week. So we have some seven tips to share with people. I'm not going to tell you them yet. Oh, darn it. I was like, as an artist, (laughs) but as an artist, do you have any pointers for people that are like Rebecca and I, where we don't have installations installed, we haven't sold our art? Yeah. Um, What should what should we do? How to be kind to an artist? How like what are some nice things that we should do, or maybe not do? Not do. I would think, and I like this just as a person too, asking if you're able to figure out what they're seeing. So like when they give a synopsis, a statement about what their art is saying or ask questions to help explain that or to understand that better, have them explain that if you have the opportunity to talk to them because we all see things so differently. And a lot of times there can be a lot of depth, but their art can be really simple or, you know, it could be, in my opinion of like what I see aesthetically, it might be ugly, but they might have a viewpoint of why it looks that way. Okay. I'm not saying that art is ugly. It's not ugly, but it's okay. oh, some <laughs> art's meant to be ugly. <laughs> some right. Art exactly. Just, you exactly. look at it and as the, you know, you go through your own personal filters, you're mm-hmm. looking at it going, mm-hmm. why is, what is, what, what the heck? Right. What was the inspiration for this? Well, and I think it's also okay as a viewer to, not get it yeah just to maybe remove a pressure to feel like okay is there a really deep (laughs) meaning here and i'm missing it no just it's okay just move on to one that you like yeah okay (laughs) it's a painting of a cow yep that's it yeah just like the cow okay (laughs) exactly but i've had that same reaction like my husband took this great picture of a cow an actual cow I love it. He I was love- out hunting and the cow came up to him. And I was like, hey, what are you just doing laying in my field? You know, and he's got this great picture. It's just the head of a cow. And I'm like, I love that picture. Yes. He's like, it's just a cow. And I'm like, but no, it's, a, it, a I cow. just love it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so funny that you would pick that as the option. <laughs> so what else should I not do? Or do do or do 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 do. I don't know. That's a tough question. I think that art is so interesting because it can be how you receive it can be based on like what you're going through that day. Okay. And so it can change so much. And I think I tend to be very 
free and like allow the moment to be the moment, okay. whatever it is, whether it's awkward or not. And so, <laughs> I mean, I create a lot of I those awkward moments. I think we all try really hard to make life not awkward. And I think life is just awkward sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> or I am at least. <laughs> Have you ever had someone insult your art, but they didn't mean to? It was just the way they said it. <laughs> no, and then... but I had somebody insult my cooking one time that way. Okay. And I was really like, because I, I'm assuming I insult a lot of people, and I'm sure I can insult an artist during Western Art Week if I didn't know, but I want them to be able to tell me, like, hey, instead of saying this next time to the guy <laughs> in the booth next door, <laughs> phrase it this way. Like, there I don't know go. if there's some common phrases, because I guess performance, concert, event, and show... Sometimes I can say they're all the same thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not. Right. Right. So I don't want to use a word where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the show. It's a performance or it is a it's not a concert. <laughs> it is. Well, we met with a, a muralist yesterday. Oh, awesome. Artist. Yes. And both of us are working through how to say certain things. Like, <laughs> we don't know what kind of media Medium? medium you use and mean. she's like she's like you're naming math terms now i'm like what kind of well, stuff do you want to use oil and rocks and wood and water we'd, we'd take it all and she's like oh okay but no don't do that <laughs> and then we sit down and we're trying to talk about this beautiful piece of art she's done and we're yes. talking the texture the the depth the 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 shapes <laughs> there you go there and you she's go. just like she's like it's okay just keep going and i'm yes. like yes i'm like is that segment and she's like i've never heard it described that way before i'm like because that's the wrong way to describe it so i didn't know if there's any words that i'm not supposed to say to an artist and you know they're so nice some people are so nice they're mm -hmm. like oh yeah i've never heard it described that way mm -hmm. can you just say what are you saying like it's no it's not a puzzle like no it's a painting right um, right we didn't do it that way oh i guess i could see that i think you would probably be safe with saying something like i appreciate your effort <laughs> okay maybe you shouldn't say that see i told you i'm pretty awkward well, no. i'm not sure i should oh, be no. the one answering this question that, if i said <laughs> i say that all the time to Monty. i really appreciate <laughs> your effort but we're gonna start over <laughs> okay wait Erase that one. Maybe okay. that's not a good one. How would we say that? See, I... Okay, I just didn't know if there was any hot words I should avoid. Not that like, I know okay. of. No. Okay, because we we can insult a few. <laughs> We've had some other guests that have criticized others. They're not nice. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not saying they're mean. They're just no. honest, But, but that is nice. We usually start every conversation with art about... We're going to say a lot of wrong things, and we don't know the right terminology for anything. And we don't yep. want to insult yep. anyone. Sorry. No. Okay. No. So we're going to let it roll. <laughs> I know. Maybe that's hard for me because I tend to be that way, too. I'm I'm pretty honest, and but also generous, and I think that all art is beautiful because somebody put their heart into it. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's all there is to it. We bought a piece of art that we liked for the first time for our Yay. home last year during yes. Western Art Week. And we're so looking cool. through the booths at Western Art Week and we're seeing fairly small ones. I'm seeing like a, a size of paper that are smaller. Right. And they're around, they're ranging from $200 to $1,000. Mm -hmm. They're in that range because there's tons of detail, yeah. time, effort. You know the gist. We walk to a different booth 
And there's a fairly large piece. Yeah. I want to say at least two feet, maybe 30 inches, you know, landscape. Mm -hmm. Stunning. Yes. And I'm going to, I'll say, I don't care. It's like 600 bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this one $600? <laughs> it's so cheap. Why is this so right. cheap? <laughs> right. Right. So I go to the artist and I'm like, why the heck is this one only 600? Like, right. this isn't, this isn't match. <laughs> one thing's not like the other. Right. But my reaction was kind of like, what the heck? Why is this one? Something wrong with it? You know? <laughs> Thankfully, he explained to me it was a uh, gleash. G clay. G clay. Yes, yes. Um, and that's a print. Mm -hmm. And then he does some technique over it to yes. make it look like a real. And yes. I'm like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he says, you know, the original painting was much larger than this right. and sold at the Russell auction for this. Oh, geez. This yeah, no many. kidding. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now the $600 I get version is good for me. <laughs> yes. I'm still supporting you and exactly. I still have something pretty. So, exactly. Yeah. But I initially probably rubbed him the wrong way. And he's like, I'm going to want a picture of it. When you hang it in your house, yes. like where you're gonna put this? I'm like, we're renovating right now, so I'm not sure. So do you have it on the wall yet? I do, but I don't want to send him a picture because we're we're renovating, uh -huh. and Mark had it on the wall, and oh. then one weekend oh. I'm like, oh, Mark, I want this wall gone, and so from the other side of the wall he was cutting oh. jigsaw, and he nicked the frame. So the frame fell. The art's intact, of course. Frame has a little bit of nicks. I just need to take it to a shop. Sure. Yeah, sure. it's only going to cost a few hundred dollars to fix. So yeah, yeah that's fine. fine. You know, whatever. Minor. Oh. Minor detail. Oh, those home things. I get that. Yeah. Totally. But hey, it's still displayed. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited for Western Art Week, which is next month, March 16th through the 20th. We have 16 shows over 600 artists. That's crazy. And all of the daily events listed at westernartweek.com. Western yeah. So Amber, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today, talking with us, not only about your upcoming art installation for the Urban Art Project. The reception is, was just February 17th, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. And it is going to be a meet and greet across the street from Keller Geist. But by the time this airs, it's already said and done. But Amber's so art. get to do it. Yeah. So Amber's art's going to be available until May 5th. If you want to know where to find it, check out our show notes. We're no damn experts.com. I'll give you information about Amber's art and everywhere else you can find out in this time. Yep. Our art in this town. Sorry, guys. I've just been excited wow. about talking today. <laughs> the words are coming so quickly. You can't get them out in time. <laughs> if you want to call me and talk with me through this problem, call me at 406-761-4436. Or if you don't want to deal with this, just give me an email at information at visitgreatfalls.org. Thank you, Amber. It's Thank been great. So and listeners, until we see your bright, smiling, happy faces here in Great Falls, let us know that you're planning your trip by reaching out and engaging. Uh, we can't wait to have you here. Bye-bye. Bye. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Maddie share with you the updates to the 2022 Glacier National Park Reservation System. We're No Damn Experts is produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Corda.